Welcome to Midday Prayer for Monday, June 6, 2022. Our help is in the name of the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Like an eagle teaching her young to fly, catching them safely on her spreading wings, the Lord kept Israel from falling. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 145 I will exalt you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day will I bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. There is no end to your greatness. One generation shall praise your works to another, and shall declare your power. I will speak of the glorious splendor of your majesty and all your marvelous works. They shall tell of the might of your wondrous acts, and I will recount your greatness. They shall publish the remembrance of your great goodness. They shall sing joyfully of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. Lord, you are good to all, and your compassion is over all your works. All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your faithful ones shall bless you. They shall tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your power, that all people may know of your power and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures throughout all ages. You, Lord, are faithful in all your words and loving in all your works. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up those who are bowed down. The eyes of all wait upon you, O Lord, and you give them their food in due season. You open wide your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. You are righteous in all your ways and loving in all your works. You are near to all who call upon you, to all who call upon you faithfully. You fulfill the desire of those who fear you. You hear their cry and save them. You watch over all those who love you, but all the wicked you shall destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord. Let all flesh bless God's holy name forever and ever. Loving God, you are faithful in your promises and tender in your compassion. Listen to our hymn of joy and continue to satisfy the needs of every living thing, that all your creatures may bless your name, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, both now and forever. A reading from the book of Ecclesiastes. A good name is better than precious ointment, and the day of death than the day of birth. It is better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for this is the end of everyone, and the living will lay it to heart. Sorrow is better than laughter, for by sadness of countenance the heart is made glad. The heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. It is better to hear the rebuke of the wise than to hear the song of fools. For like the crackling of thorns under a pot, so is the laughter of fools. This also is vanity. Surely oppression makes the wise foolish, and a bribe corrupts the heart. Better is the end of a thing than its beginning. The patient in spirit are better than the proud in spirit. Do not be quick to anger, for anger lodges in the bosom of fools. Do not say, Why were the former days better than these? For it is not from wisdom that you ask this. 
Wisdom is as good as an inheritance, an advantage to those who see the sun. For the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money, and the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom gives life to the one who possesses it. Consider the work of God. Who can make straight what he has made crooked? In the day of prosperity, be joyful, and in the day of adversity, consider. God has made the one as well as the other, so that mortals may not find out anything that comes after them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. An Introduction to the Heidelberg Catechism The Reformation was not a singular movement. Soon after Luther posted his 95 theses, reform movements sprang up throughout Europe. As Lutheran thought moved down the Neckar River, reformed thought traveled up the Rhine from Switzerland. They met at Heidelberg, seat of the oldest university in Germany and capital of the province known as the Palatinate. Tension between Lutherans and reformed Christians was intense. Because the Reformed did not believe in the real bodily presence of Christ in the bread and wine, Lutherans believed that they were desecrating the Lord's Supper. Acting to end the controversy, Frederick the Elector, ruler of the Palatinate, asked two young men of Heidelberg, Zacharias Ursinus, professor of theology, and Caspar Olivianus, preacher to the city, to prepare a catechism acceptable to both sides. They revised an earlier catechism that Ursinus had written, using its outline and some ninety of its questions and answers. Completed in 1562, the Heidelberg Catechism was published in January of the following year. The Heidelberg Catechism opens with two questions concerning our comfort in life and death. The knowledge that our only comfort is Jesus Christ frames the remainder of the Catechism. Each of its three parts corresponds to a line of Romans 7, 24-25, where Paul cries, Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Thus, questions 3-11 to 11 deal with our sin and misery. Questions 12-85 to 85 with the way in which God in Jesus Christ frees us and questions 86 to 129 with the manner in which we express gratitude to God for our deliverance. Each question of the Catechism is personal, addressed to you. Each answer draws as much as possible on biblical language. The Catechism's tone is ironic, showing nothing of the controversy that it called, that called it forth. Its theology is both Catholic, universal in appeal, and evangelical, setting forth the gospel of Jesus Christ. Providing a basis for peaceful coexistence between Lutheran and Reformed Christians, the Catechism denied that the bread and wine become the very body and blood of Christ, but affirmed that, by this visible sign and pledge, we come to share in his true body and blood through the working of the Holy Spirit. The influence of the Heidelberg Catechism in the Church's preaching and teaching continues to be felt in Germany, Austria, Holland, Hungary, parts of Eastern Europe, Scotland, Canada, and the United States. A prayer from the Gregorian Sacramentary, 10th century. Direct us, O Lord, in all our doings with your most gracious favor, 
and further us with your continual help, that in all our works, begun, continued, and ended in you, we may glorify your holy name, and finally, by your mercy, obtain everlasting life. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. A prayer for a right use of nature's power. Mighty God, your power fills heaven and earth, is hidden in atoms and flung from the sun. Control us so that we may cease turning natural forces to destruction and arming nations with toxic weapons that destroy all of life. Guide us with wisdom and love so that we may tame power to good purpose for the building of human community and the betterment of our common lives. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. God, our Creator, you have given us work to do and call us to use our talents for the good of all. Guide us as we work and teach us to live in the Spirit who made us your sons and daughters, in the love that made us sisters and brothers, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever. Amen. To God be honor and glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.